0: Welcome to trotley the Eggin, a podcast based at with the Rugby Union Football Club and proudly sponsored by Boydell Sports. Right, mate, so we've we've touched on your early years and your high school years and your rugby and how you went through school, so we're coming to the end of school now, mate, so what are the options for you going forward, leaving school?
1: Yeah, so I, I kind of, I was getting to the end of, like, me kind of, like, Rugby league kind of interest at an amateur level. To be fair, it was we. I was at, we were at the Maries, but like I said before, all the all the signed players went off to the clubs then. So I did play a little bit more at the Maries, but people were starting to lose interest. So I I always wanted to see what it was like to play football, and I uh, I went and played football for a year. But at the same time, I become really good mates with them. Um, Andy O at this point uh, when I left co- uh, when I left school and joined uh, the sixth form college yeah. and he said to me like and he knew I'd played rugby in the past and he said to me why don't you play football on a Sunday and come down and play for the Colts on a Saturday with my dad and I was like I'll go on then you know what's the worst that can happen because like I say you yeah. know at this point in my life I, I weren't ever thinking I was going to progress anything with rugby and I was really wanting just to have a good social life and like I say, I was good mates with Andy O and Martin O at that point, and they were involved in the Wids. So I, just, I said, I, I, what I did is I, I had a year. I think it was first year of college where, like I say, I played, I played rugby at the Wids in the Colts with um, with Andy O on the Saturday, but I also played football with Aventis at the Parklands on on a Sunday. And, and to be fair, I absolutely loved both. Like the rugby union, I'd never really played it properly other than school before. So I was starting to learn that game and pick that up. And it was, and to be fair, again, I uh, the Colts was a a great team to play in at that point. There was a lot of good lads playing. And even better still, there was like, I made a lot of good mates as well. Yeah.
0: And yeah, you didn't go saying you'll play a ducker, did you?
1: No, definitely not. (laughs) No, I think, I think to be fair, I think Jimmy O took one look at me and I don't think he would have, (laughs) he wouldn't have been that cruel to put me in a hooker. Yeah. (laughs) So, you said you were a
0: versatile player up until that age. When did you start nailing down a position and making it your own?
1: Yeah, I, I probably 15, 16, I started to get a bit quicker. So, that was when I started to move to the outside backs more at that point. And yeah. I was prom- predominantly playing um, winger, um, really, uh, in the Marys, in my last years at the Marys, and then... When I came into the Colts at the Wids, uh, Jimmy O put me at outside centre. So it was kind of like, at that point, I was like, you know, I was definitely a back at that point, you know, I weren't, um, yeah. you know, there was no way no I was going to any get closer to the ruck at that point. Um yeah. And I think I would like to say it was just because that I was a late developer physically. So at like 15, 16, I had a bit of a growth spurt. And with that, you know, you start to do weights a little bit and, you know, I started to get a little bit quicker. And I, I, like I say, I was never uh, grease lightning or anything, but I was always, had a bit of toe as well. I was always, had a, a little bit of pace as a like I say, as I went 15, 16 onwards.
0: Yeah, and it didn't ever seem like you lost that, mate. So did it feel like you did or?
1: Um, I, th- I think when I stopped playing at the woods, I don't think I really got much slower than I ever was, but... To be fair, I've not sprinted in a while, so I'm guessing I'm a lot slower now. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit heavier around the midriff now as well, so that, that always harms uh, you, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, well, mate, I've had that problem since i come out of the way, <laughs> mate. Don't worry about it. So um, how did you find playing outside center then eh? Because I think that would probably suit you.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I loved it and I, I always wanted to, like when I played with the Wids first team, that's where I wanted my position to be. Mostly I think knew he started to put me out on the wing and, uh, Andy and put me on the wing a little bit, but I always wanted to be outside center because I, I loved it there. In the early days, I played outside, uh, Matty Riley and, you know, he, he'd do the truckload and I'd, yeah. I'd be outside him picking up and getting a few tries. There's a, because there's loads more space in that position. Um, so, yeah, outside centre, I really like that position. Like I say, you know, it's only until you get a little bit older, you kind of like think, oh, you know, I want to settle down in a position. I think Winger probably did suit me, to be fair, as an adult yeah. or in rugby union, but I did love playing outside centre as well.
0: Yeah, so before we touch on, because you just mentioned the first team there, mate, I was... Juggling rugby in college was it easy? Did you have a sat? Well, well, you know, you didn't have a sat job, did you? But was you working at all? Or
1: yeah, yeah, I was. Well, I, I, I kind of yeah juggled college. I was a, a lifeguard at the leisure centre, and then yeah. obviously playing the football and rugby. But the, the co- college, I, I must admit, I totally switched off on um, education at that point, and I, I hated college. Only the the only good reason I liked college was again for the social side of thing. Yeah. Um, I think it would have had me time again. I probably wouldn't have gone to the sixth form college because it just felt a little bit too much like school. And then at that point when you're like 16, 17, although you think you're an adult, I know you're not an adult at that point, but you're starting to feel like, you know, you want a bit more responsibility and a bit more, you know, you want to be treated like an adult. And I don't think the college were great for that. Yeah. Um, so kind of juggling everything. It wasn't too much of a problem because I was just like, like at that age, I was just, young and enthusiastic and I kind of like I could do the social side of it I could still play and I could still play okay and it everything's just seemed to work quite well at that point
0: right okay so you've touched on the first team there mate what did you play in the first team young or did you have to go through the second team to
1: get to the first team um I, I didn't I didn't play any second team um I think I, I did jo- I did play quite young um, I probably was nineteen or twenty, I think, when I first played for the first team. Might have even been eighteen. I'm not. I'm not too sure, but yeah. I just I've been playing for the Colts. And I know that at that point the Colts weren't in the league, so it was kind of like just social rugby, and I was just happy doing that. And then obviously I'd started to play quite well for the Colts, and Andy Rowan had seen a few games, and that or he'd heard that I'd been playing well, and he he, he gave me a phone in midweek one uh one week and he said oh we're we're struggling for numbers at the weekend you fancy playing first team and i'll be honest i never really give it much thought to be before that and i just thought you know at that point yeah great why not it's just another game of rugby i like playing rugby yeah. i'm not bothered that it's against uh grown men or anything like that you know it's you know stick me on the wing or wherever i'll play i'm happy to play
0: good stuff and up to this point had you been lucky with injuries mate or had you had any
1: yeah, uh, yeah, no, no, no serious injuries. I was always right. quite lucky, especially at a younger age. I, yeah, I kind of, like you know, I, I, I think I've only really had one serious injury throughout my whole career. So, like I say, I think, I think I've been quite lucky, really.
0: Yeah, fair enough. And how long did you stick around with us? And did you see that season out?
1: Yeah, so I, I seen, I seen the season out when we won the league. But at this point, I was at. Um, I was at university in my second year, and I kind of like had a bit of an itch for rugby league that needed scratching again. And and I'd heard that the uni that I was at, which was Liverpool Hope, I had a decent rugby league team. And there was a couple of lads from Witness who played in it. One, a lad called Ali Cook, and he he knew of me from playing rugby at a younger age. And he 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 said, I seen him at uni. He said, Why don't you come down and have a trial with, with the uni uni team? And I thought, you know what? I, f- I fancy that. I fancy playing rugby league again. And um, I'd heard, like I said, I'd heard they had a decent team, and I thought it won't just be like a joke. You know, I can take it serious, yeah. but, you know, there'll be a social element to it as well. So I kind of started to play. I'd, I'd finished playing football at this point on the Sunday because it was just getting a bit too much. So I yeah. kind of played for the first team on a Saturday uh, or with the Colts, depending on where I was selected. And I was playing for me uni team on a Wednesday because they all rugby league uni teams always play on a Wednesday afternoon. So again, it wasn't too much juggling because it, you know, it fitted in quite nicely.
0: Yeah. And what was you doing at uni, mate?
1: Uh, sports science. So uh, again, I left college and I didn't do too well on my A-levels, didn't really know what to do after college. And uh, I was always mad into sports, sports, that so that seemed the obvious route for me. And I didn't really want to go and live away because, uh, you know, I like living at home and, you know, got on well with, like, my mum and dad and, yeah. you know, your brother and sister. So it, I, I kind of wanted to have the best of both worlds, really. You know, living at home, saving a bit of money, but also being able to have a bit of a student life too as well. Yeah, so
0: full, full support from home for that sort of thing, yeah?
1: Yeah, I mean, mum yeah. and dad were always great with uh, support for rugby. My dad had always... Take me on a Saturday, my mum would always take our David because he was always playing as well. Sorry, on a Sunday because yeah. he was always playing. Um, so but yeah, from a very young age, like you know, I had, always had support from my parents, right? Great, great
0: stuff, mate. So talk us through that trial with the, with the uni, how it went, and where
1: it went from there. Yeah, so it, it again, I like I showed up, and uh, you know, people didn't really know what to expect from me, but I, I. I think it was one of the points in my life where I felt really confident in what I was doing. I'd been playing well for the wits and um, I'd like said, there was like a good team. So I just approached the trial as if like, you know, as a fun game. And I just kind of like didn't have any inhibitions, got mixed up in like playing full a bit at hooker jaw in the trial and then back on the wing, that kind of stuff. And yeah. just getting, I just kind of like, Got myself involved loads, and like the lads who were selecting were like, they were absolutely made up because they just it was enough. They had a good team already, and they knew that there was someone else who could kind of like fit straight into the first team, really, you yeah. know, and, and get I'd involved, you,
0: mate. And yeah,
1: well, yeah, I mean, and I'm and and still at that point in league, I was I did have a little bit of a utility value because like I used to play, they used to put me on the wing to begin with in the first half, and then. When teams were getting tired in the second half, they put me around the ruck at hooker. And yeah. basically, when when all the forwards were slowing down, there was loads of gaps for me then around the middle of the park. So, I, you know, it was, were, it, like I say, that utility v- value appealed to them. And like say, you know, it, I'd had that background in rugby league. I'd played since the age of six, so I knew the game. I knew how to yeah. play it. I'd played with good players coming through. Um, so, it like again, like, you know, the lads at the uni were made up because it was an... Sometimes at uni, a lot of rugby union players try out or footballers try out because they want to try something different. Uh, Whereas at at Liverpool, hope a lot of the lads come from the likes of Wigan, Warrington, uh, Saint Helens, Widnes. So we've got we we had at that point a heavily like rugby league influenced background, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. Um, So. Before the game, mate, I can always speak because I I got to meet you in the latter part of your rugby career. But you, you never seemed someone who was nervous for the game. You you always you were never someone that like you were always calm. That's what I was going to say. You, yeah, you, you didn't okay. You weren't a taffy and was raging to get people <laughs> raging, but you yeah. wasn't someone that just sat there and didn't, You said the right things at the right times, and you could tell you knew the game. So what was your like? Growing up and coming through, like uni rugby and that.
1: Yeah, I think I I think it always comes with like experience stuff like that. I kind of when when you played with me, John, I was obviously like coming towards the end of playing. I wasn't always so calm but then again I was never I was never a taffy I could you know I didn't have that in me kind of thing like banging the head against the locker or anything (laughs) like that Uh, but I kind of like when when I was young I was always quite superstitious and quite nervous and my dad always used to tell a story is that we were we were traveling to Wigan St Jude's and I was in the front of his car and I was nervous and I seen like a magpie and I thought like oh that was bad luck and you know that like I was I was nearly in tears on the way to the game. I was only young at the time. But yeah. My dad always told that story that you know sometimes I could psych myself out when I was a young when I was a like a young kid. Um, and yeah. when when I played professional, I, I mean I I always got nervous, but I always like I always prepared myself in the same way. So although I was nervous, I kind of like was also. Content as well, because if my preparation had gone right and I was kind of like, you know, I'd had a good breakfast and I felt okay, I wasn't struggling with any injuries. Yeah, there was nerves there, there was a bit of apprehension, but there was also like a lot of excitement because I kind of like, I was a little You'd bit done more done the hard confident. work, hadn't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, a bit more, it. bit more self-confidence than that. Yeah.
0: All right, because like I said, you've said it yourself, I like, unfortunately come across you later on. Um, but you never seemed to be overthinking nothing. You had the ability not just to talk to the backs about what you could do, but you were easily linkable with us as well. You say, listen, we yeah. need you to do this to, for us to be able to do this. And it's it's not an easy task, is it? It's something She was quite good at as well. she linked with us quite well in sports, but not everybody can do that, mate. I was just wondering whether you did struggle a little bit as you were coming through.
1: Yeah uh-huh. I, I, I probably did to be fair like I say I think yeah. there was like you know there are times in my career when I was playing where probably I'd I did myself kind of thing especially especially when I was at witness I kind of like you know playing in a, a team with like lots of old perfect professionals and I was a young lad coming through yeah you know like I kind of I, I did psych myself out a couple of times but I don't think anyone would have probably noticed it because I kind of like keep myself to myself as well. You know, like you say, I'm not, I wasn't a big shouter in the changing rooms and I wasn't, I wasn't someone who you'd, I think I'd outwardly look nervous if you know what I mean. I, like I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't in the box throwing up or anything like that. I was never, yeah. I was never that kind of person. I just kind of, I always just sat in the corner and kept myself to myself most of the time.
0: So was you, uh, was you the one that used to rob all the good sweets or?
1: Yeah, definitely. Was it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought that was yeah. cringe. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I was uh, that was me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, mate. So how did that season with uni go?
1: Yeah, brilliant. We we won the um the national uh, championship. We beat Leeds Met in the final and uh it, it was it was great because we were underdogs. We you know everyone talked about it. Yeah, they take Leeds it
0: seriously, Leeds Met, don't they?
1: Yeah, Leeds Met yeah. proper put money into it and, you know, yeah. time and coaching. And then there was Leeds Uni. They were a good team. But we, we played in a final in a midweek against uh, Leeds Met and, at, at Crossfields in Warrington. And we just had them from the beginning. Like, they had all these uh, players who were supposedly playing representative rugby at the end of the year and we're going to make all the teams and stuff like that. And we just turned up like a a load of rag-ass lads from Wigginley and St. Ellen's and Witness, and we we turned them over, and it was, to be fair, it's one of the nights in rugby, even though I've done lots of things, it's one of the things I, I still remember now, because I scored the first try, but I also played well in a final, and, like, winning a final is one thing, but when you know that you've contributed, it's another thing, and, you know, it's yeah. I always look back on that quite fondly, really.
0: Good, good. So, you, in them past finals that you've grew up playing against, the Black Brooks, and that do not feel you've had that presence in them Though,
1: no. I, I think some some yeah but I think it's more yeah. like I said I, when, when I played for Oldham I played in three grand finals and lost three grand finals I right. played for, when I played in with, under 21s at Widness I played in two grand finals and lost two grand finals so Bloody I, yeah. I kind of like not had great experiences overall yeah. in grand finals and stuff yeah. like that so yeah. I kind of like and and. At times, like I say, I think I've been in a position where I probably could have contributed more. But you know, sometimes the ball just doesn't bounce the right way, and that kind of thing.
0: That's it, mate. Yeah. So, what else do you remember about that game? Do you remember quite a lot?
1: Yeah, I, like I say, I remember it was a, it was a hot evening, and uh, again, like like I said before, I started out on the wing, scored the first try, um, and I, then in the second half, when it was a really tight game up until the second half, and Um, people started to tire and again they threw me in at hooker and I I started to make a few little breaks around the rook and that started to get us moving and like I say we had some really other really good players at that point as well and in the end Leeds Met tired out and we didn't and we just got stronger as the game went on and um, yeah it was a great it was a great game and then it was a great night. Great night afterwards in the, uh, <laughs> in the Blue Angel in Liverpool, the oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Class. So so I, remember, what... I, rem- I probably remember the game better than the night out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so what come off the back of that, mate? Because you've just touched on a few clubs you've played for. So yeah, I mean, what, what come on the back of that?
1: So I, when, I, when I was at uni then, uh, one, one of the lads who I played with, um, he was good mates with um, Ireland students, international team, Neil Burke. And... So I got selected for them at first. And again, I, it was just totally out of the blue, really. I wasn't really looking for representative stuff. So I played for Ireland students and I, I travelled to Australia in the Student World Cup with Ireland. And That's, that's class, isn't it? Yeah, it was, it was, honestly, it was it was great. I mean, we we didn't too, do too well in the, the World Cup, but it was a yeah. fantastic experience. I played in the Four Nations for Ireland as well. And then from that, I got selected for Great Britain, Um so it was kind of like, you know, it, it it kind of led to a lot of good things. And I wasn't, like I say, I was in and iron about playing rugby league again, but I am I was so glad I did because it, it led to a lot of good things. And whilst I was at Great Britain, I, there was another lad playing called uh, Martin Ainsco who played for England students and he was in Witness Academy. and Yeah, he I
0: remember
1: that name. Yeah, he, he, he said to me, he said... Um, he said, we're looking for, like, we needed more players at Witness Academy. Do you want me to have a word with John Myler, funnily enough, who was the coach at the time? Uh, yeah. It's funny how things kind of come round. and right and yeah. um, So I, I phoned up John Man and, and he knew me, obviously, because he'd coached me from a young age. And he said, you know, what are you doing now? And I said, well, I've just come off the back of playing for Great Britain at uni and, you know, and stuff like that. And he, I would, he said. So he said, "Do you want to come down to the twenty ones at witness?" At this time, it was only pay as you play, and there was there wasn't yeah. a lot of money in it at that time. And like again, the, the, it it wasn't like I got selected through a trial or anything like that. Like say, cause John knew me and he knew that I'd been playing a little bit. Kind of, I got invited down more than anything. So I went down, and I was again, I was just I was just made up to like get get the chance. Really, I never really thought I'd play for witness but growing up in witness it's always something that's in the back of your mind especially when you play rugby league in witness yeah right
0: but, so it was that much that pretty straightforward just a phone conversation you, yeah you I mean, down yeah
1: well he, he said come down and see what it's like at training but I to be fair I knew once I was there I'd be fine because like I say John was the coach and John knew me really well and stee Hunter who was also my coach at the marries was down there as well and he, you know, I always got on really, really, really well with Steve Hunt. So I knew that once I got there, I'd be fine. I didn't know a lot yeah. of lads in the, the academy. There wasn't a lot of witness lads. There was there was only uh, Phil Wood and Mike Gill. And I grew up with Phil Wood and Mike Gill playing for the Marys. So yeah. I kind of knew them a little bit. But there was, again, there was a lot of, like, Wiggins, St. Helens lads, you know, people that had been from other academies. Yeah, um, I, So, it, again, it was... It was a bit nervy nervy at first, not knowing a lot of people, but you soon kind of get into it. And like I say, I I did know a couple of lads, so it wasn't completely alien. Ladies and gents, you've been listening to Trot the Egg In. A quick
0: thank you to our sponsors from Boydell Sports. And please don't forget to like, share
1: and subscribe and help grow our following.